Hey, 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 all you wonderful people. This is Joshua Delp, and you are listening to The Good Christian Podcast. Our mission at The Good Christian Podcast is to provide hope, equipping, and encouragement for following Jesus well in our modern world. In case you're new, if you haven't heard uh, my lovely wife, Lisa, and I just recently took over the Good Christian Podcast and the Daily PS blog from our dear friend, Alex Filippo. And we've been really praying through, talking through, uh, fighting through, struggling in our minds, like where truly is God calling us to take this platform, this ministry. And uh, if you've not gotten on our email lists, if you're not checking into the Daily PS blog, I re- really recommend go and check it out. Um, really what we're doing is we're rebranding into the Good Christian Company because both the Daily PS blog and the Good Christian podcast are the same admission, just on two different platforms. And so we're excited to kind of Turn that ship nice and slow. Um, nothing really is going to be changing except for the fact that um, I really just unifying and clarifying the mission of both platforms. And so um, as we've been chatting through and praying through, uh, you know, Lord, what's the vision of the podcast? Um, this whole, just the, the whole process of clarifying our purpose, our mission, our vision has been front and center in our minds. And so um, it was probably about two years ago. Um, actually, geez, almost three years ago. Wow. Um, Alex had me on the podcast just to chat through the power of a, a vision. And really and truly, this is an area I've struggled with. And because of my background, just a lot of the challenges I've had in life. And so I really had to dig in to understand what does it look like to live a life of vision, right? And to clear and keep that vision clarified. And so I thought I'd bring that old episode back. And um, yeah, let's jump right in. I pray this older message uh, is just as applicable today because really a God's word never changes, right? In Habakkuk verse two, or excuse me, chapter two, verse two, the Bible says, um, uh, write the vision down and make it plain so that those who hear it can run with it, right? There's power in writing down vision um, because you can bring it, you can grab it, you can carry it with you. And now one of my favorite verses that I can never remember Hey, I got it right. Proverbs 29, 8, says, where there is no vision, the people cast off restraint, right? So when you have a clear and compelling vision, right, it keeps you going in the right uh, direction. It helps you say no to other things that may try to distract. And so I pray that you'll grab a notebook, a pen, and just listen with open hearts and open ears. And I pray you'll find some very applicable uh, truths and perspectives about living with a vision, the power of vision in your life. And as always, if this is a valuable message 
We'd love you to like, subscribe, share, give us your thoughts online on social media, and we look forward to doing the journey with you. Let's go ahead and jump right into the podcast. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Today, we're going to be talking about releasing the power of vision in your life. I'm joined by my guest today, Joshua Delp. Good evening, everyone. Uh, so for all, a lot of people probably know this who actually are um, regular subscribers and readers on dailyps.com. Joshua is like, I believe like the second or third author on there. So you've been like with us for six years or something like that writing. So people see stuff from you every month. So. I'm an original. Yeah, exactly. So, hey, Josh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself before we get started? Uh, let's see. Where do I begin? Um, I recently returned from Australia about a year and a half ago. Uh, I, was, uh, I was doing Bible college out there. Um, and now I am the Connections Pastor at Beach Church, and we're building the Kingdom of God right at the right at Jacksonville Beach. So I remember when you first told me you were going to be going to Australia. You said, Alex, I got accepted to Hillsong College. I'm leaving. I was like, are you serious, man? And you rolled out for three years and came back a changed man. But uh, you've done a lot of good for the city, and you were writing during that time. And it's, it's been a real honor to be such a good friend in your life. So... I appreciate it, brother. I love you like crazy. Love you, man. So I'm very excited about today's topic. I don't think we've ever done an episode on vision, so I'm really excited to be able to to cover with this with you today. So um, I'm ready to go ahead and just jump right into the first question here. Let's do it. Yeah. So uh, why do we need a vision for our lives? Okay. Well, I do not come at this topic as the expert. In fact, I would say the only reason I I was actually very excited to discuss this is because probably I've had to battle the lack of vision in my life. Um, I grew up with a pretty tough uh, 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 childhood, and so I developed what I would call a dysfunctional or maybe reactive. Reactive is a really great word. Hmm. Um, reactive patterns in my life. You could call it victim mentality. And the more and more I see as our, our society gets more and more divided, um, as the, 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 the family unit kind of breaks down more and more, um, we see a lot of reaction. Everyone's always reaction, reacting to different things that are going on in our society. And so the opposite of reactivity is what I would call proactivity. And that's what, um, what I believe is the first habit of of highly effective people and uh, that Stephen Javier writes about uh, yeah. is be proactive. So what does that mean? It means um, you gotta be responsible for choosing which way your life is gonna go. Not living in reaction and um, letting other people set the pace for your life. And so I like a metaphor, I'm a bit of a creative. Why do we need vision in our lives? Um, I love the metaphor of life of sailing. If you've ever driven a boat, if you've ever done anything like that, you know you've got your heading. And the thing is about it is you are off of it 99% of the time. The wind's pushing you one way, the waves are bumping you another. And I think that is a perfect, a perfect metaphor for what life is. And unless you know what your heading is, 
you're going to get pushed off of by the wind. You're going to get pushed off of by the waves and you'll end up somewhere you did not in, intend to go. And unfortunately, many people in life struggle with not feeling a, a fulfilled, not feeling like they live a life of purpose or meaning. And it's because they don't know where they want to go. Mm. And so culture, the challenges of life, um, whatever junk you're dealing with internally, that stuff will take you up course in life. And I see it, I see it day in, day out with people who are struggling because they don't know where they wanna go in life. And so life leads them a certain place and maybe they don't wanna go. Well, yeah, uh, I mean, you said, what you're saying at the beginning there, I love that, is to live a life that's proactive instead of reactive. And uh, I believe a lot of people get stuck in that and then you're using that metaphor as the ship. Uh, really, vision is like the compass, right? That's right. Um, so. We, we clearly need a vision, especially in today's world, as you're saying. I just find so many people that, uh, that, you know, we're all busy these days. But sometimes I wonder if we're busy because we don't have a vision. We're just kind of following the whirlwind of life and getting yeah. kind of sucked into that and just going day after day with no vision, no idea where we're going. Yeah. Um, does, I and I, kind of that leads me to another question here. What, what does God say about vision? Does God talk about vision as well? It's interesting. You know, you, everyone talks about vision and leadership and business, but it's, it's a funny to me because um, God spoke about vision in the Bible thousands and thousands of years ago. Yeah. There's a, uh, one of the most famous passages on vision um, I'm, I'm, I'm terrible at, at quoting a chapter and verse. It's in Proverbs, though. It says, without vision, uh, the people perish. Mm-hmm. Um, another uh, translation is this. Without a revelation or without vision, the people cast off a restraint. And mm-hmm. I think just back, you know, again, back to that metaphor, um, if you don't know where you want to go, sometimes it's not uh, the wind and the waves. Sometimes it's pretty sparkly things that will veer you off course. For sure. Um, let's be honest. Like you know, we're we're talking to Christians here. Um, you know, we're called to be in the world, but not of the world. Um, but let's be real. The world is very shiny. It's very right. pretty. It's very attractive. Yeah. And there are temptations, especially if there's young people listening to the podcast. I mean, I'm 37. I still consider myself a young man. Oh, you're still young. But yeah. if you're a teenager, or you're early t- 20s, and you do not have a vision for your life, you're going to cast off restraint. You're going to a- end up a- in the bars. You're going to end up sleeping around. You're going to end up doing drugs or doing things you may regret later in life. And that's why um, I think God says in the Bible, have a vision. Because if you don't, it's a, now here's the crazy thing. It doesn't say if you don't have a vision, it won't go well for you. It doesn't say if you don't have vision, you know, you might make some mistakes. It says you're going to die. Right. Without a vision, you're gonna die. Without vision, the people perish. Now, right? okay. Now think about that. <laughs> now that's a warning from the Lord saying ha- having a vision is so dire that your life will be t- taken from you. Whether I don't know how you interpret that, but I don't want to perish. I like the opposite. What's the opposite of perish? It's to f- a flourish. Without a vision, the people perish, but with a vision, the people will, f- will flourish. And that is, when you asked me to do this, I was instantly on it because at, the more I've had vision for my life, the more, especially a godly vision, 
and a vision that's wrapped up around the things that Jesus cares about and the things that um, God cares about. My life has step by step, um, a bit by bit, begun to flourish more and more and more. And so that's a great scripture. I'll share one more towards the end. Um, but I think God warns us very clearly, like not having a vision will detriment your life to the greatest degree. Yeah. Uh, so we just kind of covered two questions. Uh, like from a worldly perspective, we need a vision because if not, the whirlwind just kind of grabs us, right? Yeah. Life just kind of has its way with us. Yeah. But God also says we need a vision. So from a spiritual application as well, we need a vision. So right. I, I kind of want to get into this next question, which is going to be twofold. We're going to talk about kind of creation application here. Uh, how, like how have you created a vision in your own life? What does that look like for you for for Joshua Delt practically? Yeah. Okay. Great question. Um, okay. Just a few things. I think one, you cannot talk about a vision because that's your dreams, your vision, your goals, what you want to see in your life. You cannot talk about vision without, without, um, first mentioning a culture. Hmm. Um, and I bring up culture because what a lot of people don't realize, um, there's another scripture, Proverbs 3, verse 5 and 6. Uh, Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. Now, what does that uh, your own understanding mean? That's the stuff you've been given. Um, you could call it nature and nurture, right? Like I call your own understanding that which um, you've learned, that which your culture programs you with, and mm-hmm. that what your upbringing has programmed you with. And what a lot of people don't realize, and again, I, this is me um, from my um, and mistakes and, and my struggles, um, I didn't realize I was trying to fulfill a worldly vision, or not even a worldly vision, a vision that was given to me oh, instead wow. of the true vision born out of my the identity that God had in mind when God created me. So what a big part of me of leaving America and going you know, to Australia, getting out of our culture, that was so critical for my vision to, I had to unplug and see, okay, am I just trying to live what my parents wanted for me, right. what, what culture wanted for me, um, what, you know, um, whatever I thought a manhood was about. And I really had to transform, be transformed by the renewing of my mind. And so I start with, you got to kind of look at things with a, a, a clear, you have to ask God. I don't know how. You got to kind of unplug. Mm-hmm. Let's start with that. Unplugging. Yeah, disconnecting you, is the you first You got to disconnect yeah. from all the voices that are telling you who you need to be, what you need to be, what matters, what success looks like, and truly have the courage. And this is the hard part because authority and culture and all these voices are breathing down our necks trying mm-hmm. to tell us what success is what success is not. And if you don't measure up to the whatever American dream, whatever that looks like, then you're a failure. But what society says is a failure may be the most God-ordained, God-breathed, successful vision for your life. And so I would say you cannot have vision, you cannot create vision for your life if you don't have the courage to go against what culture says, what your own understanding says. And, And... um, really, the the next thing I, I would say, I got uh, uh, honest about who I wanted to be and what I truly wanted. 
I went after business for a long time, and then I realized, no, I don't want to do business. I want to do a ministry. I want to make a difference in people's lives. Um, I knew you during that transition of your life, too. It was pretty rough. It kind of blew my mind, man. Like, Because <laughs> you were in the business world doing really well, and something clicked, and you're like, I'm out of here, man. I'm going I, all I, you know, like, <laughs> So I'll, I'll, let me share this. Um, I figured out. I finally figured out what gets me out of bed in the morning. It's not making money, although I do like money. Of course, I love, it's right. good for you. Right, uh, it gives you options. Um, but you know, I just realized that Jesus was what got me out of bed. I got to get out of bed. I got to make a difference because Jesus yeah. Amen, made dude. it all. And not to sound really s- spiritual or religious, that's just. Life can suck, and that was literally the only thing that would get my lazy butt out of bed. And so, getting clarity. So we've 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 talked about courage. We've talked about honesty, and then just the clarity of what really drives you, what really motivates you, and what makes it worth getting out of bed. Because the challenges are still going to come. Like getting a vision for your life does not remove all the challenges. In fact, it will give you more. Um, And then the last little thing. It's a scripture as well, um, and it's it says um, I forget where, but it says write the vision down um, and, 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 and make it plain so that they who hear it can run with it. And if you don't have it written down in a, if it's not out of your mind and onto a, a piece of paper, hey man, somewhere, that's my language, man. If you that's don't have it written down. It's just, it's, it's going to get lost in the shuffle. And so there's a lot of stuff out there about writing a vision down for your life. And, um, you know, there's tons of great stuff out there. Um, at the beginning of the year, there's going to be a lot of people out there who, um, who will sell you their, their write down your goals of this year. Yeah. Um, Man, I even wrote a book on that. I know. <laughs> I think there's a guy I know yeah. that, that could really be a value. Um, and so go through a process. I don't know what your process is. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter the process. Um, I've had my process. I've used your process. It was very valuable, actually. Good. I loved it. Good, man. Um, I did that one in Australia before I came back, actually. Um, one thing I do love to do, and this is just a little visioning exercise. Um, so we're coming up on the end of the year. What you do is this, is you imagine yourself, you close your eyes, you get alone, you unplug from social media, do some reflection, you kind of close out the year strong, but then you get alone with a piece of paper and then you really go a f- a forward a one year, two year, a five years, 10 years. I like, you know, God bless the people that have like 10 years and, and 50 year visions. I'm not there yet. Let's start yeah. with a year. How about you imagine yourself one year from today and you meet yourself. I know it's kind of a weird exercise, but you meet yourself and you see this this person. What do they look like? Who do they are? Like, what are they like? What kind of person are they? Mm -hmm. In other words, imagine the type of person you want to become one year from now. And then you also ask yourself, okay, I've, I've met this guy. What has he accomplished in this night? So you like actually envision 
yourself as if this stuff has already occurred. Right. And then you write that stuff down and build a plan backwards. So I think That's again, solid, Stephen Covey's, you know, he's, you know, he's a great, yeah, he's one of the godfathers of personal development. He said, begin with the end in mind. Yeah. One of the things we do is we try to build a plan, you know, to get somewhere. No, no, no. Imagine where you want to be and work backwards. That's so good. Um, and really get the picture. See it yourself. So. That's good. Part of having a vision, like you're saying, is working backwards. And I yeah. think a lot of people get that wrong, myself included, for a long time. It was all, okay, what's my next step? Where do I need to go next? Uh, what I've done more recently, I've shared this on this podcast before, but I, uh, I, when I do my weekly reflections, what I do now, uh, I have at least a short conversation with Alex in 10 years from now. Yeah, well, so that would be the 40-year-old Alex yeah, talking, well, talking to me. That's great. And uh, you know, like, what would he share? What wisdom would he share with me? And you have to like, really get yourself that frame of mind. Some people I've told that to think it's super weird, but <laughs> it's a great way to have vision for yourself and mm-hmm. figure out where you're going. Um, so think of yourself as older and wiser and have a conversation that. with that person. I so. love that. It works for 10 years. I did a, um, I did a, a, a uh, on that same weekend, I used yours to warm up. I did a, um, the, a guy I was listening to at the time named Rowan Dredge in Australia. He's an amazing thought leader and um, a, a church leader um, with the Australian arc movement um he talked about uh the the power of a decade most people overestimate what they can do in one year but underestimate what they can do in and yeah. and he's like what would it take for this next decade to be the best of your life when you get there man if this stuff occurred and take the blinders off take the limits off man just go there like i love the scripture our god is able to do exceedingly abundantly more than all we ask 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 hope or imagine yeah. so what are you asking for what are you hoping for and what are you imagining and then God's going to do more than that. And you know what I'm saying? And so have just like the audacity to like, man, this would be amazing if this occurred. Just allow yourself, to, you know, to go there. Yeah, absolutely. And you kind of just answered my next question I had for you, which is like, how do you live a visionary life? Like, what's the application for that? And you can just share that real quick because we've kind of already covered some of that. Yeah, but. I mean, how do I say this? You got to be willing to go against the grain. You yeah. got to be willing to... Uh, live with integrity out of your identity because people uh, let's let's just say it real clearly society and the people around you will invite you to conform yep and you have to be rock solid on who you are and who you are a cop because the the challenges will be great Uh, you will get tired you will get discouraged um, you will get a beat down from a time to time because mm-hmm. life is just life. You know what I'm saying? Um, and when you're like just believing for something and faith and building it, it doesn't materialize overnight and a night. And so you just got to be willing to, to, to stand your ground. And number two, you must, you must, you must surround yourself with those who will uphold you, uplift mm-hmm. you and encourage you. Those of like mind, you know, the scripture says, um, he who walks with the wise grows wise, but yep. the companion of fools will suffer will suffer harm. And if you are surrounding yourself with people without vision, 
you will not, and I don't mean don't minister and influence, minister and influence everyone. Of course. Jesus like died for the world. Uh, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about those who you really let in and who know uh, the dark days and know the tough days. Alex, uh, you've been a life bringing a, a friend to me year in, a year out. Why? Because you're a man of vision. And so like I treasure our friendship. And if you don't have a few key people who understand you and what you're trying to build with your life, um, you got to find them and you got to get around them and you have yeah. to be very intentional about building relationships of, of trust, of mutual respect. Um, and I will say this of confidentiality, because when you're building a great vision, not everyone will understand what you will, are going to try to achieve and what your ambition is. And so they will criticize. And it's just the, the nature of things. When you're endeavoring for something great, there will be a criticism. And so you have to have a people who you can speak in confidence, a debrief, as I like to call it, um, just kind of process. Mm -hmm. And they can re and they can point you back towards your vision, towards who you're called to be, uh, and, and keep you going when um, the, the challenging days come. And so, um, yeah. So, I mean, community. Is what you're talking about. And God, choosing it wisely. And choosing well, it wisely. I would say choosing them surgically. Sur okay. Wow. All right. <laughs> like, I like it. Yeah. You got to be like, radical in who you really allow in because vision is so precious mm -hmm. and it is so personal because it's God breathed, I believe. And if you allow the naysayers uh, and the chattering of monkeys, you know, to get in right. your mind, it's you may lose your vision, and I, I wouldn't. I wish that on anybody. Right. You know, I, there was a a book called The Traveler's Gift, and it, it ends up um, this guy meets the archangel Gabriel, and he's in this giant room with all this stuff, like stacks and stacks of stuff, and the guy is like, "What is this room?" And the the uh, uh, and then Gabriel lifts his arms, and he's like, "This is the place that I never was." And it's just filled mm. with stuff that people gave up mm. too soon. Shoo, wow, goosebumps right? up in here. Like, <laughs> right? you know, like, and so you gotta, you gotta have the people that will keep you to persevere, keep yeah. you persevering when times get tough. Yeah. And for any of our new listeners, we have an episode, just a couple, I think it was like three episodes ago with uh, Timothy Downing. He talked about community and power of the power of Christian community. So I encourage you to go back and listen to that. And uh, so I got to say this real quick, man. This is not a podcast episode that you can listen to in the car. I feel like you have to have a notepad and be taking some notes <laughs> at this point. So I feel bad for anyone who's driving, listening to this and being like, oh my gosh, so I don't remember all this. I mean, it's okay. Repeat. Right? Now, yes. Thank God repeat. for that. Thank God for that. I definitely will be going back through this and taking some notes because you've shared some serious wisdom. Um, and before we close out, I want to ask you, you have any final thoughts on the topic of vision that you want to share with us? I do. I do. Um, you know, um, how do I say this oh, lovingly? Uh, there are Christians out there who do not rely on the Holy Spirit. Hmm. And, um, and um, that makes me really sad. I, I think that makes the heart of God sad. Um, you know, and Jesus died so that we could have the Holy Spirit. That's right. And it's by the Spirit we cry out, Abba, Father. And so, like, I mean, Jesus died so we could have 
the Spirit of God living inside of us. And I want to share with you a scripture. Um, it's Acts. It's the it's the first day of the church, right? And and Peter it gets up um, and uh, in, in in front of the thousands. And this is how the church begins. In the last days, God said, I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions and your old men will dream dreams. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit uh, in those days and they will prophesy. Wow. Um, And so there is a sense in which that the spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, Jesus died so that we could capture once again the Spirit of God that gives vision, that wow. gives dreams, that births God's vision through the power of our words. Because, you know, oh, how did God create the heavens and the earth? He spoke it into existence and He had a vision for something that was not. And we can have that same power. A power. We're made in the image and a likeness of God. Mm-hmm. And to, he said, let them rule and reign, right? We're supposed to create things that were not there before and I, um, to bring his kingdom. And so um, vision, you got to see things that are not there yet. That's what vision is. You see something that does not exist as though it does. That's what faith is. Mm-hmm. And then like God has, because we're made in God's image, we share that power to create the future. And so, but that, like, but unfortunately, sometimes because we're ruled by the world and the enemy more than the Spirit of God, sometimes we create a future that looks like hell more than it looks yeah. like the kingdom of God. And so I right. pray that um, if you are not friends with the Holy Spirit, I just, I'd like to pray a prayer right now that you would invite the Holy Spirit in your life, that he would fill you afresh. And um, whatever context of Christianity you grew up in, maybe that got worked out a little weird. I don't know. I know there's a lot of different opinions out there and this and that. But I do know this. The Holy Spirit is who Jesus died for us to receive. He's the bringer of vision. He's the bringer of dreams and the God dreams, not the worldly dreams. Not that there's nothing wrong with goals and and good things like that. But when we're talking about God vision, God breathed vision, that's the stuff that changes the world. That's Mm -hmm. the stuff. When that stuff comes to pass, lives are changed. The generations are different. Families are reunited and reconciled. Birth endeavors are birthed that impact our society and and um, serve the poor and um, the broken and, and the marginalized. And that's the stuff. If we will have the courage to let the Spirit have His way, you know, to lay down the, the smaller visions, you know, let's, I'll be honest with you, I, I've had to lay some stuff down that I thought were r- 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 really great at the time, but I got a win of a bigger vision for uh, my life. I wanted to be a rich a businessman, you know, who knows, maybe God will release that eventually, but, you know, I saw a greater vision of what my life could be, and that mm-hmm. was built by the Spirit of God in me. And so I pray, Amen, um, if it's all right with you, I uh, just love to pray. Let's do it. Yeah. Father God, I ask right now in the mighty name of Jesus, everyone who is under the sound of my voice, I pray that they would be filled with the Spirit of God. And I thank you, 
Holy Spirit that because of Jesus, the, we have the ability to receive you and that Holy Spirit, you would be poured out on all flesh, men and women, sons and daughters, um, old and young alike. Father, I pray right now, by, God, by your grace, would there be a new vision? Would you rip off the boundaries of what we think is possible and give us a new vision like a gentle breeze, Lord, and I pray that new visions w would be birthed, new courage. And, um, and, and Father, for those that are discouraged, I pray encouragement in the Spirit that they, would, that they would keep on, that they would persevere, that they would surround themselves with the right people that would, that would prophesy and build them up as well. And so, Father, we glorify your great name. And Jesus, we thank you that you give us the spirit of vision, of dreams, of a revelation, that we wouldn't perish, but that we would flourish. And Father, um, we pray this time together honored you and would build up everyone that is listening. And we ask this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Man, you shared a lot of wisdom today. <laughs> Man, Come on. Thank you so much for being here, Josh. We'll we come eye. back and do another episode at some point. We'd absolutely, love to have you back. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, jo Josh, thank you again for being here, man. Appreciate it. That's a, that's a wow. What a great message, eh? Like, I thought I was actually thank just listening. listening and I thought, to you know, um, God's word and God's spirit never stops being applicable. I pray you got tangible things you could take away, apply. I pray that you got hope. I pray that you got equipping. And I pray that you got encouragement to follow Jesus so well in our modern world. As always, if you found value in this uh, content, please like, subscribe, share, um, or jump on social media, dailyps.com if you want to join our newsletter. And uh, as always, if you want to subscribe to the Good Christian Podcast, give us a, a great a ranking that helps us more than, you know, get the message out there. But for now, I pray you have a great week. Go strong in the Lord. And uh, we'll see you soon on the Good Christian Podcast. Uh, later, y'all.